Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. Up next on Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to Ziggy Alberts. Ziggy is an Australian singer-songwriter, and he's best known for his studio album Laps Around the Sun, which peaked at number two on the ARIA charts for Australian artist albums in November 2018. Up next, on Celeb's Vant, we've got Ziggy Alberts. Where are you, actually? So I'm on the Sunshine Coast, um, the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. But uh, like right now, you're outside by the beach or? I'm just actually sitting on the, um, I'm literally sitting on the, the back bench of my, of my, my, of my van. Oh, okay. Ziggy, thank you for your time today. But let's sort of take it all the uh, way to the beginning. What got you into creating music? So I was pursuing writing, uh, like kind of creative, like surf journalism. Yeah. I was actually pursuing that from a really young age. I, um, yeah, I was pursuing that from a really young age, maybe like 13. So I always loved writing, creative writing, but I didn't, I didn't actually pick up music or I didn't start playing guitar until I graduated school. In school, I just did two maths, two sciences, and... Um, the creativity wasn't really there, in at least in my schooling. I guess that everything to do with music has been an extension of my love for writing and um, creative expression and social commentary and hopefully um, uh, continued togetherness through music. You know, that's the stuff that really, you know, that I've identified kind of drove me all along. And it's also kind of, it's some, it's the way you can express yourself in perhaps words that you would be able to say any other way. So that's where music started and it just it, from us kind of encapsulated by music from the, from the moment I started and it just progressively took more and more of my life until, you know, nine years ago was my last time I, I had a job working behind a, a counter at a coffee shop and I've been a musician ever since. Did you always know that you could sing? No, I had, I had okay, relatively okay pitch, but no, I enjoyed singing as much as anyone else when you you know go to a club and sing along yeah. as a teenager at parties but it was no I think I discovered it probably around the time I graduated was when I wasn't um yeah I didn't I really didn't plan it, it sounds ridiculous but it was actually my parents who bought me a guitar and I was more pursuing writing I was more pursuing creative like surf journalism and uh when the guitar came along, you know, more and more of my writing became focused into in, into music, you know. That uh, transition from the surf journalism into the music, was it a difficult transition or easy for you? I think it was, it was easy. It was the right place for me. It was the right way to go. Um, the surf journalism stuff was awesome, perhaps lacked some of the real depth that I have with music, you know. Um, so it was a natural progression looking back now it's kind of hard to imagine if I took that path um, at the time I feel like it has been a really natural progression of of my writing and I it's it's so part and parcel with surfing I guess and so I never lost my involvement in surfing like you know I went to tour places where there was surf which is quite counterintuitive to a lot of I guess musicians but I always music was my way to see the world and to go surfing and adventure in different places into nature. And so, um, 
and so I kind of feel like I have I feel like I have the best of both the worlds now for sure. Creating from zero to four minutes of a song, what is that process for you? Is it different each time? What inspires you? Well, I can think of, um, I mean, I can think of Rewind, for example, um, the recent single that we just brought out, the latest and last single off the new album, Dancing in the Dark. Uh, that was me. I was sitting on the couch and I was listening to Banks. She's this, um, uh, she's kind of, she's like almost like gothic pop. And she's, uh, she's got this beautiful stripped back song called um, Someone New by Banks. Okay. And, uh, and it's this beautiful kind of contemporary modern jazz song love song and i literally this and this is quite you know new age but i literally was like i need to learn some jazz chords this was only earlier in the year and i just went on and i decided to try and learn some simple jazz chords on youtube and that's how that was the start of how rewind was born i often will have two separate things that happen one is an event in life for me or an an observation in life in my world in my travels in myself and the second part is, and neither of them, one before the other, it just depends. Separately, I'll be toddling away on the guitar and start forming a, a melodic story with the guitar. And then somewhere those two converge. But if you ask me how those two things converge, I really don't have an answer. It's, in, like, it's, it's truly still mysterious to me. And that's quite nice to have something so close to you that is also mysterious. And when you do your writing, is it solitary or do you collaborate with other writers? I've done very little collaboration to date. I've done two particularly noted pieces of writing. Um, one was with a rap duo from Inner West Sydney called Horror Show, and they wrote a whole, they wrote two new verses to one of my songs called Heaven. And aside that, I worked with Donovan Woods from Canada. And I sent him one of my songs, lyrics, and the whole the whole song kind of thing. And I asked him if he would put his touch on it. And he rewrote some of the the melody, and he kept all the lyrics as they were because he actually loved them. Um, and he turned that song from you know something okay to something really special. And that song was called "The Sun and the Sea." Aside, so as far as for real writing sessions, like proper crazy writing sessions, I actually have done zero. Um, I've been primarily, yeah, have written and. Yeah, written all my work and performed, you know, performed at least the singing and the guitar playing perform myself. There is by no means, no means am I willing to take away the credit of the amazing people I produce with and the their instrumentation and their, because I'm not a multi-instrumentalist. I play, you know, a bit of piano, a bit of banjo and a bit of guitar. Uh, but as far as writing the song and writing the melodies, that's, yeah, that's been me that's to date looking 10 years into songwriting that's um been a solo adventure for me and would you like to collaborate with other artists down the line for sure i think it would come down to the i think it would come down to the intention of that person and what we were trying to create i'm not really fond of the idea of creating a um creating a sort of song that gets put together that's just got nice words and a nice melody and it's it's i guess what i'm trying to say is there has to be a reason like we have to inspire each other and i want to look up to them as an artist and not just do it for the sake of making a song because that's different to telling a story yeah making a song it's not i don't believe i don't believe songs that matter are lego pieces you know they're not just lego pieces they've got to have heart and 
I'm open to totally collaborating and there is undoubtedly room to collaborate. The collaboration to Donovan Woods recently was a real telltale of how you, he added his heart to that song. And um, I, would, I would look forward to doing that for sure, particularly with international artists, I think is a really beautiful way of melding worlds together. You know, I think what Mumford and Sons did with, the, um, with Bubba Ma and um, did the very best. They did an EP together, Mumford and Sons, when they came out. Across, across South Africa, they did this beautiful EP and it's an amazing song they did called um, There Will Be Time. Yeah. And that was a beautiful blend of culture and the world of Mumford and Sons and the world of the very best. And I think it's Bubble, Bubble Ma, if I'm pronouncing it right. These guys were, these guys, that was one, I think is one of the most beautiful examples of particularly cultural collaboration between, you know, um, artists from two different continents. Tell us, have you been to South Africa before or is this your first time coming through? First time and it's out of the blue. It's really like uh, the opportunity came up and this was only maybe six weeks ago at best. And so that's been, that's been really like a beautiful um, surprise. I, I really didn't think I'd make it. If you asked me if I was going to play shows in South Africa this year, I really wouldn't have guessed it. And I also have had really great radio support this last couple of years in South Africa and have had really great um, journ- like journalism support yeah. these last couple of years yeah. through the through the you know through the lockdowns and everything. And in that sense I've been really beautifully surprised and that's why I like to have already have one of the shows sold out and to be coming there in a couple of weeks, yeah, kind of to be honest, it kind of blows my mind. It really does. You obviously popular in Australia and a little bit in South Africa. Have you toured the rest of the world? I have been touring internationally on and off for about seven years now. Um, the first time I went to Europe, I did a house show tour around Europe. Yeah. Um, in like a camper bus, like a camper bus kind of thing, and did all these little shows. And I went to America for the went to the North America for the first time in two thousand and eighteen. Okay. Um, and I have been really. Uh, I'm truly mind blown. You know, like I'm where I'm sitting. I'm sitting in my little cul-de-sac at home. You know, you know, looking looking over at my little, you know, my little, um, you know, fifty-plus-year-old beach shack that I live in. And um, so I have this really quiet world here. And then I just got back from the weekend of playing, you know, two back-to-back shows of fifteen hundred people. <laughs> so, you know, each night. And so there is a really crazy. It's 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 amazing, but re- a really crazy. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like a uh the 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 polarity of the two worlds the dichotomy of the two worlds is quite hilarious it's like one minute i'm sitting here my neighbors are walking past and the little all the kids that play on the street you know like that are all out here like all my neighbors that hang out on the street and then you know this next you know this next couple weeks i'll be going to playing two more shows playing a festival going to portugal recording at abbey road and then coming to South Africa for shows, like so, I have these two lives. One's very simple, and one's the one of world touring. <laughs> well, you you said you put intention into your writing, so it's obviously getting out to all the people, and they're resonating with it. So that's a good thing. It's about seven years ago. I really had to sit down. I felt I hit this point, and it was like I was 20, 22, 21 or twenty two, and I was like, "Why am I doing? What exactly am I doing here?" And I think. Um, to cultivate a space where people come together and commune in song and dance and feel uh, feel celebrated in their differences and we and that is like 
that's what I'm out to do. That's, that's what, that is what music is about for me. It's about togetherness and it's an overused word, but it's about community and it's about togetherness. And that's been front of mind for a very, very long time, playing music to all people, all walks of life and um, coming together and breaking down the, the various historical and cultural boundaries that we have and our predispositions and being together. Even though it's just one night at a time, that's like my, that's been my purpose for a long time is music for togetherness, music for people. When you're performing, you know, I'm like, I'm the person who likes to be right in front at the concerts and everyone around me has got their cell phones out, recording, trying to get the perfect video, perfect picture. And it's frustrating for me. What's it, your opinion about that? How do I feel about it? In one way, I'm thankful and I understand, but I'll give you one of my favorite moments. Um, I was doing a walkthrough song through the concert from one stage to another stage. And I come to the chorus where I stopped in the middle of the crowd and I'm standing across from this girl. She's only like a couple meters away and we're facing each other and she closes her eyes and just bangs out the chorus. And you know, she didn't reach for a phone. We're like two meters apart. She didn't reach for a phone. She literally closed her eyes and just like sung the chorus of me. And I was like, whoa. And that's what it's about. Yeah. For me, that's, that's, that connection is beautiful. And on that note, I am getting the, I'm getting the, hey, you got to get, you got to stop being a chatty, chatty guy and get onto the next one. Well, it'd be lovely to meet you. And, um, and I'm really, really, truly looking forward to it. Thank you as well. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.